This is the remix. On fourth and ten, Herbert, they rush four. Looks downfield, middle on the crosser. There's Keenan. He's got the first down right at the marker. Raiders bring four. Herbert to pass. Caught Mike Williams. First down, middle of the field, 29. They bang their third and final timeout with 15 seconds left. Mike Williams to his left. Here comes pressure, lets it fly. Caught by Mike Williams, breaks a tackle to the 51 man to beat. 40, 35, 30 out of bounds, right sideline. First down, bolts on a fourth and 10. Come on! I had never been rooting for a time more in my life. Um, and you know, that's the unfortunate part of, of being so close. And um, you know, they, they beat us today and we, we didn't execute as well as we could have. And um, you know, that's a tough part, but uh, it's all about how we, we respond to this and gonna have a, an important off season for us and um, have to bounce back. Things got testy. I understand the criticism. We felt like we could get the run. We felt like um, the personnel grouping that they had out there, they weren't in a goal line defense. We felt like we had a plenty good enough, you know, play call for that. and. Um, they took away the, the advantage look, and um, it just didn't go down for us tonight. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! Just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. One of the most fun games we've ever seen. You ready to hand out some grades, Ed? Might as well. <laughs> Grainy's grades. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Granny's grades. First topic, Brandon Staley's timeout in oh, overtime. There's so much to this. They had six players on the field. <laughs> uh, he did have to get his run defense out there uh, because if not, uh, the Raiders would run for enough yards. Oh, wait a minute. They already did that. Uh, so I understood the logic behind it, but it didn't work. It did not work. It did not work. So he not has to get an F. Uh, F. I'll give the timeout a C because it was whatever. C. Didn't matter. I'll give everybody reacting to it an F. F. Because somehow that became the focal point of the, the game. People are like, oh, that timeout changed the game. Everybody else gets an F. Timeout didn't mean F. anything whatsoever. The Raiders did not get aggressive. They turned and handed it to Josh Jacobs. They called the most conservative play in Madden you could you could find outside a quarterback sneak on third and nine. On third and nine from your own four. <laughs> Like maybe if the Raiders were lined up to quarterback sneak it on third and four, then it would have been different. But I, everyone gets an F for reacting to it because it's F. It was a irrelevant part of the game of right. everything that happened in that game. Completely irrelevant. Don't think it mattered whatsoever. All right, next topic: the Chargers' final drive of regulation. Uh, F. F. I thought this was the first time, all overtime. That essentially Staley was playing for a tie. First no, no, of all, no, no, no. Well, okay, you can grade oh, that one. Of regulation. Too. Of regulation. My bad. I'm sorry. You can grade that one. Go ahead. Final drive of, of overtime. You're giving it an F. Yeah, because F. one, he missed someone wide open down the seam. He missed, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to tell you who the receiver was, but he's wide open. In fact, afterwards, the guy threw his hands up in the air and said, Well, if you throw it to me, we win the game. It was a very difficult pass for him to complete. And I don't know if they weren't just playing for the tie there. Eh, two incompletions. I don't. The play calling wasn't necessarily a play for the tie, but I don't think anybody was 
disappointed they kicked a field goal uh, to tie the game and potentially get a tie if the clock had run out at the end instead. All right, final drive of regulation. What do you grade that? Well, I give him an A because he kept a. he kept completing fourth down passes. Uh, and you're gonna, I mean, I know what you're gonna say. Well, he should have been better not being fourth down, but to go 75 yards with your season on the line, I have to give the guy an A. A. It's an A plus. A plus. Because I think it's the single most entertaining drive I've ever seen in a football game. I don't know that I've seen a more entertaining. It was 19 plays. Yeah. They went 19. There were two minutes and six seconds left in the game, and they ran 19 plays. Unbelievable. Like, an unbelievable drive, and from a pure entertainment standpoint, incredible. I mean, you convert four or three fourth downs on one drive and then score on the final play of regulation. Like, entertainment value, it does not get better than that. It simply it doesn't get better than that. That was incredible from the Chargers. Unbelievably incredible drive. From the charge. And hell, the Raiders helped out too because they kept getting them fourth down, but then couldn't get the last stop there. A plus for that drive. A plus. Because it's probably the most entertaining single drive I've ever seen in this sport. Next topic Josh Jacobs. Well, earlier in the show, I said he was their offensive MVP, but he really did things late in the game. So I'll just say B plus. B plus. I'm giving him an A plus. Tough grade. A plus. Uh, You are. I'm giving him an A plus. No, like if this game had ended in regulation, if Justin Herbert throws an incompletion instead of a touchdown at the end of regulation, I'm giving Josh Jacobs an F today. F. But because it went to overtime and because he had 69 yards in overtime. Nice. A plus for Josh Jacobs. He had two big runs that set up the first field goal attempt in overtime, right? Carr was useless, but he got... Jacobs got them in the field goal range. And then he had the run that set up the game-winning field goal that knocked the Chargers out of the playoffs and put the Steelers in the playoffs, unfortunately. Um, But he gets an A+. A+. Next topic. Brandon Staley going forward on fourth and one from his own 18-yard line. I'm going to give him an A because he remained who he was all year. Like, he stayed true to his values, and I like that. I mean, everyone's, you know, going crazy and... I don't have to tell you a few people in the press box. That's the dumbest thing he ever do in life. I'm like, you know what? That's who the guy is. So why change now, right? I mean, he, they hadn't been doing. I don't think at that point. I'm not sure what the score was. Um, I'm not. They were down three. Uh, it was, okay. It was 17-14. Okay. They're down. Th- uh, oh, so that must have been. I think that was like maybe the first drive of the second half because yeah, it was early third quarter. I'll give him an A. Like I a. said, that's who he was all year. So the guy didn't change himself. I'm giving an F F. to the Raiders. Oh, to the Raiders. Because the Raiders got the ball on the Chargers' 18-yard line and kicked a field goal. They could have put that game away. We would have not had one of the greatest finishes we've ever seen if the Raiders could simply score a touchdown when given the ball on the 18-yard line. Couldn't do it. Raiders get an F. Like that, that decision by Brandon Staley, which... I agree with that decision, by the way. He should have gone for it. It's fourth and one. Pick up one yard. You're fine. Should have gone for it. But that decision by Brandon Staley, followed by the Chargers' inability to get one yard, should have ended the game. The Raiders should have ended the game after that play, but they could not get 18 yards. They couldn't even get a first down, let alone 18 yards, 
and they kicked the field goal. I was going to say, you run the ball three times and get like, or four times to get three yards each time. You get 12 yards. Yeah. So uh, the Raiders get an F because the game should have been put out of reach right then. Next topic for you. The Allegiant Stadium crowd. Oh, I want to give it an A+. Plus. A+. Plus. That was the loudest I remember all year. Definitely the pro, most pro Raider I remember all year. And, in fact, there were a ton of locals there. How do I know that? Because that was the loudest Knights cheer during the National Anthem I've heard all year. <laughs> and people from out of town Asterisk. wouldn't know what to say to that, or they wouldn't know to do that. So it was intelligent, and even though I... Not a big Knights fan during the National Anthem. I don't, don't care either way, but eh, if I had to choose, don't do it. Hmm. Uh, Respect the anthem. Uh, yeah, and um, there you go. Uh, but it was. It was a really good crowd. I thought it was a really good is crowd. Is that how we gauge how many locals are at Raider yes. games? Is by the night yes. cheer? Okay. Yeah, because if I, I'm from I like, Arizona, I'm probably looking around going, what was that about? What was that? And it was loud. There had to be a lot of locals there. And before this, like the games before this this year, it, you always hear it. You right. always hear it in town, but it wasn't near like this. I hear it at bars. Yeah. I, mean, exactly. <laughs> I, I love this new unofficial gauge of how many locals are at a, a Raiders game. I, this, is, this is phenomenal. Yeah. How loud was the Knights cheer? Oh, a lot of locals here today. A lot of locals. Oh, I didn't hear anything. Must not be many. But what, what's the? can you give us the crowd breakdown? Like, So was it like oh. 25% uh, – Chargers, 50%. Raiders, 25%. Steelers? Uh, I'll say minimum 80-20. Well, no. We know there were Steeler fans there, though. I'm giving an A-plus to the one Steelers fan they kept showing on TV. They showed this guy like three or four times, and they showed him in overtime. When it, he just when eighty nineteen one. Yeah, when it looked like the when it looked like the Raiders on that third and four were not going to get a first down and going to run the clock out, they showed this Steelers fan. And he was just like, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The what? The like? What is it? Like a less than one percent chance yes. an NFL game ends in a tie? Yeah. Like the less than one percent chance these two dumb teams tie and knock the Steelers. It was great. I I wish honestly, in all seriousness, if that game had ended in a tie, do not interview either coaches or, or quarterbacks on the field after the game. Go get that guy <laughs> out of the crowd <laughs> and interview him on the field if that had ended in a tie. I just I don't I don't know why like. Try the field goal. Like, I mean, I get it's 65, it. 65, but at least give me a chance. All right. Next topic. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, I hate doing this. C. C. He brought them back to win the game, but he's the last person I want to see in the playoffs. So <laughs> it's kind of a, a balance there where I don't want... I don't want to see him against Kansas City. I'm sorry. The last time they played, it was really entertaining. That was the most Chad Henney I've seen all season. <laughs> uh, but they did win the game in Baltimore. They did win the game with him at quarterback. So I got to kind of balance it out there. But I do not. I mean, the Chiefs right now must be saying, oh, man, are you kidding me? All right. Multiple grades coming here. First off, A+. Plus. A+. Plus. Because... Roethlisberger and the Steelers guaranteed that we got the Raiders playing for a win there, right? Because if, if the right, Steelers right, lose right. that game, the Raiders are in before they kick off against the Chargers, which would have been a huge buzzkill for, you know, the biggest game in the franchise's last 10 years. Oh, just kidding. We're already clinched before we even take a snap. But he also gets an F. F. Because, oh, my God, the Ravens and Steelers made me watch so much bad football. 
That was a terrible game. Oh. A nightmare of a game. But everybody had to be glued to it because there were playoff implications and they went to overtime. It was a terrible game. Absolutely terrible game. And now I can't even tell I can't even say definitively the Raiders are the worst team in the playoffs because that Steelers team sucks. Yes, they're horrible. That team is terrible. terrible. How are they in the playoffs? That team sucks. Get them out of here. Was it as bad as watching Sam Darnold bumble bleep his way around the football field? Who because- watched Sam Darnold? I had to because well, that's your fault. No, it there was, was nothing important about that. It was because they wouldn't change the game. There was all there was actually something on the line in the uh, Steelers game. There was nothing on the line in that one. All right, last one. Give me a grade for Cincinnati. Where you're going this weekend, Ed? F supposed to snow on Thursday <laughs> and Saturday. I'm not happy. Failure. They they com- Fail. Cincinnati completely fails. Um, Fail. I guess also I'll give multiple grades. F. And A plus because it's not a Buffalo. Plus. Ah, Could have been Buffalo. Worst. Could have been Buffalo. Have you been to Cincinnati before? Yes, you once. Have? Okay. Once. I've never been. Once. Um are you gonna try Skyline Chili and give us a report on Monday? You have to. You I, and Adam Hill need to sit down, find wherever they you need to ask your your concierge at the Mar it's the Marriott, right? Or, <laughs> yeah, the Marriott. Yeah, at the at the Marriott and go, uh, where do you find the gourmet Skyline Chili? <laughs> going to be a tough one. Might Uber eat Skyline. No, no. I'll, I think, I'll yeah, take I think it. you got to get it off of a styrofoam plate with a plastic go, fork. I think you got to get the real Cincinnati delivered. experience. Going on a red eye. Friday might be in the my Friday might be a little sleep time. Going on a red eye Thursday night. You show up Friday morning, you're like, oh, I'm really hungry after that <laughs> flight. Do they serve it for breakfast? I was... I'm under the impression you just show up. I'm under the impression they hand it to you as you walk off the gate I'm at the airport. I'm pretty sure they sell it in a can there. That'd be real. I'm gonna go look because I think I re- I vaguely recall this from back when Deadspin was good. They did a whole thing on I have found the worst thing in the world, and it's canned skyline chili. All right, coming up next, it's Bischoff's briefs. Bischoff's briefs, dude. I'm not gonna cave in. End of story, dude. Bischoff's briefs, dude, dude, dude. Dude, 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 dude. Bischoff's briefs. Dude. Bischoff's briefs. I guess you've got a point there. Bischoff's briefs. I'm going to change what I put in the rundown for you guys here. Um, There's a national championship game tonight. (laughs) I forgot about that. I didn't put it in the rundown because I forgot about it too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I almost I almost said we don't need to talk about Flurry coming back. <laughs> Georgia and Alabama going to play for a title tonight. Uh, first cool. off, before we get to the actual game there, it, are we are we just bad sports media people because we forgot about this? Or is this like an actual problem where everybody forgot about it because it's mm. the day after the last day of the regular season? I think it's the more the latter. I think the NFL is such a huge deal and it's such a much. And then... Whoever watched that game last night, I don't know who would have remembered the game today. I mean, would you? who would have remembered that? So let me ask you this. I still think tonight, even though all three of us forgot the game was happening, I still think tonight, the Monday after the last uh, regular season of the NFL, I think it is a great place for the college football national championship. Where would you put it on the calendar if you were changing? Like, where would you, where should it be played? I mean, if I was changing it? 
It's a great question. Are we staying with four teams? No, I'm, I'm just saying the title game. You, we can play that. We can get the four teams, eight teams. We can get that in whenever we want. When should the title game be played? Week of the Pro Bowl. That is way too late. Boy, I will have really forgotten late. every college football player that exists. No, not if, we're, not if we're playing with 16 teams. We got to get When's round the... one, January 1st. Round two. <laughs> Pro Bowl the week before? The Super Bowl. After, it's the week yeah. before the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. That week is awful. Are there always Saturday NFL games? I just yes. wouldn't put it. I just wouldn't that's, put it on a and day. And that's the problem. I right? just yeah. wouldn't put it on a day that there's NFL games. That's the problem. You can't play it on Saturday. No, because I'd like it if there was no NFL games. Right. If the NFL agreed to say, okay, we won't we'll play, on play on Saturday. Sunday. Yeah. Then put sure, it right there. put it on that Saturday. But the NFL's already taken over that Saturday, and the NFL's not giving that up. They're not saying no. no. They're not saying no to they that. Don't care about saving. So I think this is the best date you can play it. Because here's what happens. Even if you played on Saturday, even if, let's say let's say there was no NFL on Sunday, right? And you played the national championship on, game on Saturday. What are we and every other sports radio, sports TV show talking about on Monday? NFL. The NFL. Yeah. Because this game's on a Monday and because there's no NFL competition, tomorrow, the number one story in sports media... <laughs> Is still going to be the national championship. <laughs> Not on this show. We'll forget it. At, we'll That's forget right. It we'll at. be talking about we'll Joe be talking Burrow about the Raiders and again. Skyline Chili. That's fine. But the number one show across the country will be the national championship because it's on a Monday and because that's a weekday. So you get Tuesday morning. Everything is about the national championship game. I think it's the best place to have it, even if all three of us forgot the game was happening <laughs> three hours ago. <laughs> three hours ago. When you changed the briefs, I'm like, what game? What are you talking about? I mean, we've, yeah, we've literally, I've forgotten it mid-show. Like, we we brought it up earlier in a break, and since then, have not thought about it since. I do want to ask, is someone, I feel like there's a bit of a straw man to this. Like, is anyone advocating moving it? Because it's like this. It, uh, Brad Powers had a tweet about it this morning. Okay. About, All right. Because I was just like. It should be on a Saturday. No, you made a very logical okay. uh, case. I don't see anyone on the other side of it. Well, no, you can't, the, the, be, you can't be on the last week of the regular season because yeah. they're always going to have games on Saturday. The other part of this potential straw man is it's clearly a problem that ho- people hosting a sports radio show forgot about it. But we're not in like we're not in the two states that it's, it's the, the national championship. Tuscaloosa just went three hours this morning on the game. Yeah, it's not the Bahamas Bowl. It's the national championship. Yeah. Like we listen, I had Clay Thompson in the rundown. I I pulled Clay Thompson's right. <laughs> Like it's not like we did not just we did not spend three hours only talking NFL today. Like we we have talked about other things than the NFL today, and we forgot about George Alabama tonight. Like that's clearly a problem, and that's why I asked. It might be us. That might be our. Like that's we're to blame for a lot of that, but we're not the only ones that are ju- that are kind of ignoring college football. Uh, but I do think by what time does it start tonight? Five o'clock. By five o'clock tonight, and then tomorrow morning. Will It'll you be watch college it? football. I'm going to watch it. We're going to talk remember, about it tomorrow. Will you remember yeah. to watch it? Yes, I will. We, I will. Ha- we had twice as many Hawaii ba- Hawaii football-based <laughs> stories in the rundown that we did. We still need more time for that one. We'll get to the Hawaii story. <laughs> because that's, that's, that may be tomorrow. We have to get to that yes. this week. That might be. Uh, we, we might have set aside an hour for Hawaii football because they had a three-hour Senate <laughs> hearing on their program. Okay. Oh, Sam and Ash may have to get involved. Oh, God. So, all right. Let me ask you an actual an actual George-Alabama question. First off, who do you guys think is better? Because Georgia's favored. Well, I picked Alabama. Okay. I think Georgia's better, but I'd pick Alabama. I also think Georgia's better. I can't get over quarterbacks, though. 
I can't get past his that. name. <laughs> I can't get past that. Bryce Young is significantly better than Stetson Bennett, and even if Georgia is better at everything else, Alabama's going to win because Bryce Young's an actual good quarterback, and Stetson Bennett's just a placeholder has, for a team that gives up four points. It's a game. not named after a hat. Yeah, like I. That's what I can't get over. So like, uh, Alabama wins because of their quarterback, even if I think Georgia's better. Okay. Yes. Why'd they win the last game? Because because that's the Bennett Bryce was terrible. Because Bryce yeah. and Bryce Young was really good. Bryce Young was the first quarterback to do yeah. anything against yeah. Georgia's defense, exactly. and it's probably a low-scoring game would be my bet. Like I, it's pri- what's the total still fifty-two? So yeah. that's not that. Eh, nobody gets to thirty, I guess. But like, I still think it's a relatively low-scoring game. But I, I just think Bryce Young is better. I just hope it's good. Just hope it's entertaining, right? We just got one of the most entertaining football games I've ever watched in my life. At least give me something that comes down to the end between Georgia and Alabama. Doesn't have to necessarily be a well-played game. Just give me something close at the end. It'll be fun. We'll see. He's missing his top receiver. Yeah, not great. We'll see. Uh, One other uh, point of analysis. Do you believe in the whole Nick Saban assistants can't beat Nick Saban? Jimbo Fisher did it. Well, I saw Jimbo Fisher do it. I I watched some of that game. But that's literally the only time it's ever happened. (laughs) I mean, I think Kirby can do it because I agree with both of you that they're a better team. So I think he can do it tonight. I I just... I don't ever pick against this guy in the national championship game. I never pick against him. Is is that a real thing though? Like, it's, no, is it because no, they're no. the assistant? Because we have the same sort He's of thing just happens. So much better than everyone anyway. We have the same sort of thing happens with Belichick in the NFL. His assistants like never beat him. I don't think it's is a it, real but thing. Is, is it just because Belichick just, and Saban are just the best and it's hard to beat yeah, them no matter who you are? Okay. It doesn't matter who you are. They He's the best one. He's the best. They, it's also, they, from what I understand, they simplify everything to the point of, no, during this play, you do this one thing. And so if your whole offensive scheme is built around like, oh, well, maybe the corner will trip up and he'll cheat down. No, no, they won't. Bill Belichick told them not to. Yeah. So they will not do that. Otherwise, they won't play. All right. Jared Stetson Bennett, I've got questions for you on which of this you think is the best. A, that his first name is Stetson. Is it Stetson or Stetson? St- excuse me. Yes, I'm putting the S Stetson. and the T. Stetson. You're all right. Yes, Stetson. Okay. His first name is Stetson. B, his second name is Fleming. Or C, is the best part about Stetson Bennett's name... <laughs> That he is a fourth. It's no, yeah, no. Named know, after a know, hat, yeah. and there he is named after three previous hats. Yes, yes. that is that. <laughs> I knew you were going to go with named after a hat first. That three people. He's named after a hat, but apparently, so was his dad, his granddad, and his, his great granddad. Yes, that they thought that's such a great name. We're going to do this three more times. And then randomly, the English middle name Fleming. <laughs> yeah, that guy can't beat Alabama. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stetson Bennett. I'm surprised that guy doesn't have hemophilia. He can't. He's not beating Alabama. That's not happening. Alabama by 30. All right. Coming up next, Paul Gutierrez joins the show. At what point would you have decided to just play for the tie and not try a field goal? You know, we had conversations about it the whole, you know, towards that end there. But if you remember, we ran the ball early. They didn't call a timeout. So we thought probably they're doing the same thing. So we thought if we could have a run in there that probably possibly could get us in field goal position to win it. We were going to do that, and that's what we did. So would you have hunted if if you hadn't got that big run? I don't know. didn't happen. (laughs) 
Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios, this is the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff. Joining us now from ESPN is Paul Gutierrez. All right, Paul, last night was the best Raiders game since? Ever, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was. Uh, I'm still trying to process it and, and going over the film, I guess, the Zapruder film and and you know, as that's all as all is all going on and on deadline, I'm writing three different stories at the same time. Win, lose, tie. What does it all yes. mean? Making sure I'm I'm not crisscrossing and putting wrong opponents in wrong stories. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've covered a lot of strange things, and that was probably the strangest in terms of just what in the world did I just witness? Because even even when I went down to the to the pressers afterwards and then came back up, I was still trying to make sense of what I saw there at the end, and. Um, it was almost like you, you got the sense that the Chargers thought that there was some sort of a gentleman's agreement. Okay, I'll call this timeout, but let's just send this thing in a tie. And somebody somewhere forgot to get the memo, and it just kind of went on from there. So it was just the strangest night in the strangest season of ever covering probably the strangest team in the NFL. Well, you're ahead of me because I only had win and lose. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I mean, I was, it, was, it was insanity. It was, it was just that insanity up there in terms of what the hell we were going to write. Um, all right, you heard Rich Versace come back. If they don't get it, does he punt? I don't. I don't know. I I really don't know because once they cross the fifty, I thought, and if they were going to let the clock run down enough, they might have just sent uh, Carlson out there to try something anyway. I mean. The only thing they could have made this thing stranger is if Carlson sets an NFL record for the longest field goal, to, you know, period, let alone to win a game and, you know, to send one team to the playoffs and another team home. I, I don't know if he does or not. I mean, I still want to know. It go, To me, it goes back to that Giants game coming out of the bye. If they go down and score, do they go for two to try to win or do they just kick the extra point and go to overtime? I mean, you can't get inside the mind of Rich. Uh, I was shocked they went for it early on you know, on a fourth down situation. So, uh, again, it's just they're trying to win games, they're trying to save jobs, and who knows if it all matters at the end of the day. All right. Uh, you brought up the Giants game there, so I'm going to ask you this question. This team got 10 wins. They, they're the five, they didn't just make the playoffs. They're the five seed in the playoffs. But, like, right. they lost to the Giants. They lost to Washington. Like, is this team good? Define good. Because I, 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 I always play this. Yeah, I, yeah. I define. I always play this game at the end of every season. Anyway, it's like for the the previous two years, I was like, well, they were four plays away from winning three more games, but they were four other plays away from losing <laughs> three more games. So that basically evens it out. And it's the same thing. The game that I look at that was the most disappointing this year was the New York game. Was at the Giants because they had all that momentum. They were five and two coming out of the bye, and then we know what happened with Henry Ruggs, right? So there was an emotional letdown. You knew that was going to happen to a point, but they still should have blown those guys out. They should have won that game. Uh, the Washington game, I kind of see, okay, well, Del Rio played a chess match against Derek Carr. They still should have won that. Uh, the Bengal game, they just didn't show up. Uh, Kansas City just is in their head. And then you look and you say, okay, well, there's games they should have won. Well, they probably should have lost at Indy. They probably should have lost at Dallas. They probably should have lost last night. So there's three and three games right there, and, and it all just kind of evens out in the wash. Rich Bisaccia gets this full-time job if? Oh, man. I, you know, he deserves more than the courtesy interview at this point, right? I mean, yeah. if they win a game here, and I think it's very possible they can. They're actually a better team on the road 
than they are at home for some strange reason. But it's going to be a tough one because, you know, it's just a short turnaround. Uh, the weather doesn't look like it's going to cooperate. But uh, if they can run the ball, we'll see. And if they can win this game, I mean, why not look more at it and just see what happens and, and go from there? I mean, if, if they go on some sort of magical mystery ride like, like Steve Fisher in Michigan in 1989, and that might be dating a lot of myself as well as alienating a lot of your listeners, but how do you not? All right. Uh, if you're giving out, like, player of the game to a Raider, um, Crosby, Carlson, Jacobs, or somebody else? Yeah, you know what, uh, Ed, you're going to love this. I'm going to go try MVP like the 1981 Dodgers. All three <laughs> there you of those go, guys. kid. All three. There you go. Steve Yeager, Pedro Guerrero, oh, Ronce. Yeah. Boomer. He was involved there. Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> <laughs> the, only thing, the only time he ever got that. We don't need more Steve Yeager uh, mentions on this show than what Ed already gives us. Some catcher before. Have you guys ever had Yeager on? I mean, you got to get Yeager on the show. Oh, that's no, right. You had to have hit like at least 250 to come on the show. Those are the rules around here. Those are the rules. Steve Yeager. Come I can't on. get the punter. You think I can that's get, right. get former Dodger? AJ Cole. I don't think we're getting Steve Yeager. <laughs> uh, are you going to try Skyline Chili in Cincinnati? Uh, no. No. Oh. Can you make Ed try it for us? No. <laughs> hey, man, last time I went to Ohio, I came back with a case of COVID, so I don't know if I'll be venturing outside <laughs> of my room very much. Yeah, it was my first game back yesterday since uh, that, that nasty Cleveland trip. So, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe that chili will uh, will ward off some germs. Who knows? I don't know. I, I Usually when I go to a different city, I try and see the sights. Um, I don't know what there is to see there. Maybe I'll go see where Icky first did the shuffle. That, that would... Tie it all back to UNLV in Vegas. So there you go. I mean, you remember the Cincinnati game, and I, I think Burrow, correct me if I'm wrong, was kind of banged up. I don't think he is anymore. Uh, Mixon, I believe, is in COVID. He'll be back for sure, I, I would assume. So you think the Raiders can win. Uh, snow is in the forecast. That's usually not great for Derek. So do you have early thoughts on this thing? Well, I mean, Derek didn't really have a great game yesterday, stat-wise. I mean, he did what he needed to do, and, and at the end of the day, it's just win, right? I mean, we, we know that about this team, and it's just hard to bet against them right now because they just seem to find ways to win when all seems lost. And, it, you know, up until about four minutes were left in, in regulation last night, it was like they were going to blow these guys out too. Um, it's just hard to pick against them. And But the fact that they're getting the running game going, and Josh Jacobs, you know, he tells his stories about how he goes up and tells the coach, hey, I'm the closer, let me close it out. Okay, did that really happen, or did that kind of happen in his imagination and got him going? Either way, it happened. So if they're able to run the ball and, and, and keep Cincinnati's offense, and, and, and Chase is just unbelievable how fast and, and explosive he is out there, that's to me, is, is, is the, uh, the formula. And, and it, it's, there's nothing mind-blowing about it. it. It's exactly what it is in football. If you... If you can keep the other team's explosive, quote-unquote, offense off the field, then, then you got a shot. Um, and they, like I said, it, it just it's hard to pick against the Raiders right now because of the, how they're winning, the way they're winning. And uh, don't forget, the Bo Jackson curse is still alive and well. It was the Bengals who ended Bo Jackson's career, and uh, the Bengals haven't won a playoff game since. And uh, I was at that game, January of 91. Uh, all right. Marcus Mariota got like six or seven snaps last night. Do you think they've been building up all season to put out in the playoffs and let Marcus Mariota actually throw a pass on one of his snaps? He was one of one last night, wasn't he? He was. So there you go. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> throw it down the field. I, we need we need a big play from Mariota to somebody that, like, Foster Moreau or something. Or who's the fullback? Sutton Smith? 
But throw it to somebody and, nobody's expecting. Nobody's well. Maybe you could throw it to Derek Carr when Derek Carr's lined up wide left. Yeah, wide left. Out. Can you imagine? That, that would be it. Derek Carr getting lit up on a screen pass from Mariota. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd have to be a, a a skinny post or a fade or something like that. Just you know, let him go out there and make a play. I don't think Rich Passacci is getting the job if Derek Carr gets hurt on a play where no. he's the wide receiver. Unless there's something more sinister at play, and that allows the Raiders to move on. If that's yes. the case. If it's if it ends up a win against Cincinnati, then he's probably got a better job at the job. Do you yeah. believe Derek Carr cares this morning? <laughs> do you, do you, do you I think, absolutely believe he cares. Do you think because he, cares? he even kind of he kind of he kind of uh, apologized last night, didn't he, for for saying things that he shouldn't have said, and and that he said he wasn't going to watch the games, right, but right, yet right. he ended up watching the games. I mean, you got to take everything these guys say with a grain of salt. And there's nothing personal about it. You just you got a quote for the story, and, and you know I wrote the whole tie scenario story. And he, at the very beginning of his answer, he acknowledged that it's hard to not look at it. But then he went on his blanket statement of "I'm not going to watch it." Then he turns around and says, "I did watch it." He cares, and if he doesn't, Tupac does. And if you guys need to look up some <laughs> uh, hip hop lyrics, Google's a good, a fine machine. No, my my favorite from Carr last night, back to back answers. He said it's probably the coolest accomplishment in my football life, and then the next answer, maybe it'll hit me in the morning. <laughs> if he's not, yeah, and he also said it's great. Uh, he's looking forward to the next opponent next morning and uh, studying up on the next opponent. But then everything's going to hurt, and it's a short week again. So I mean, it's it, it's entertaining. You know, you kind of get a sense of what these guys really go through. And all season long, and I actually got a lot of hate on Twitter about. I can't believe you asked the question about the tie situation. No athlete in their mind thinks that way. Every single one of those guys at the podium talked about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thought you'd actually say, yeah, we had a conversation. Well, the head coach I, said they crazy. were. The head coach said yeah. they were discussing it on the sideline. Exactly, and and to not put every scenario in mind is not doing yeah. the job. You know, it, it is what it is. Well, he is Paul Gutierrez from ESPN. Paul, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks, Paul. Guys, take care. Take care. Yeah, you have to be talking about it. I mean, you. you like you said last week, if, if Rich Bisaccia didn't know every option to get in the playoffs, then he shouldn't be the coach. Well, but he failed math, so, you know, maybe he's got a... <laughs> I mean, I assume he has, like, a flow chart. I loved that so much, the back-to-back answers from Carr, where he was like, this is the best moment of my career, and then, ah! Might hit me when I wake up. Job's not done. It might hit me in the morning that we won a game. Something in my heart tells me the job's not done. <laughs> but it's like... Back to back, he's Something like... Something in your heart. You've literally, like, that's not... No, the schedule. The schedule tells you your job's not done. <laughs> All right, we've got tickets to go see Tool. Two tickets. They are coming to T-Mobile Arena Saturday, January 22nd. If you want to go see them, we got a pair of tickets for you right now. 702-364-1100. A pair of tickets to see Tool at T-Mobile Arena January 22nd. 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number 8 at 702 702- 364-1100. Third and goal from the four. Minshew shovel passes it. And this time going in for the touchdown, Tyree Jackson. You're locked in the press box. Congratulations to Mike. He won a pair of tickets to go see Tool coming to T-Mobile Arena on January 22nd. Um, as we wrap up the show today, Dave Gettleman has retired. From the New York Giants, the general manager there. 
which feels very much like a I quit before you can fire yes. me type situation. Well, remember, the Giants don't fire people. <laughs> they don't fire Joe Judge. Uh, so Gettleman is out in New York. Um, is that really how you spell Gettleman? Joe Judge has not been fired yet, right? N- nobody has seen no. that. Okay. No. Um, which, okay, yeah, three weeks ago there was the report that they were keeping him, but... Mm. Yeah. Quarterback sneak on third and nine from your own four. Exactly. Uh, Okay. So Joe Judge has not been fired yet, which is fun for the Giants, I guess. We'll have to have Adam Candy on the show just to yell about it if Joe Judge doesn't get fired. Actually, I texted Adam Candy yesterday uh, the tweet where Joe Judge said, yeah, I was trying to get more space to punt. (laughs) And Adam's response was, if this is what gets him fired, it's worth it. (laughs) So if he doesn't get fired after that, great day for giants fans how i there you got to feel a little bit bad for the punter who's just like man i really didn't expect to work this much <laughs> like i thought i thought the whole point of becoming a punter is like you know eight times a game or if we're a bad team eight times a game i might get trotted out there and have to maybe i'd have to tackle a little tiny guy running at me i am constantly punting all right jared which topic did you pick I'm kind of intrigued by mystery box that you put on the rundown. Okay. You have an actual box? No, it's not an actual box. It's an item. So, I am, because I support local journalism, I am a proud subscriber to the Las Vegas Review Journal. Thank you. And uh, I read Thank it. You. Well, I read one section every Sunday. And uh, this in particular reminded me of you, Tyler. So, I want you to read this. You cut something out of a physical newspaper Absolutely. and brought it into the studio. Because it was genuinely, I read this and went, when did Tyler start working for the newspaper? Okay. And it's from the only section of the newspaper I read each Sunday. It's it's a comic by... Okay. You don't have to tell people that. Well, they got to know what's happening, don't they? <laughs> I got to explain what I'm reading here. Uh, it's a comic by Mike Lester. The University of Hawaii football team plays 13 games in their season. Six at home, seven away. All away games are played in the Mountain West Conference, so flights average seven hours one way or 14 hours road round trip. Multiplied by seven games, that's 98 hours. The average college game lasts three and a half hours times seven games is 24 hours playing football, meaning the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors are flying in the air three times more than they are playing football on the ground. No idea where you're going with this. Their quarterback is in the air longer than all of his passes combined, including home games. I genuinely That's was him. peacefully reading yes. my new, the one section of the newspaper <laughs> I enjoy, and I just get Tyler talking in my brain. <laughs> and that is the only thing I can think of. It's pretty good. I like that. And that's the least problem the whole University of Hawaii has right now. Yeah. How much time is left in the show? We got to uh, save it for tomorrow. Five minutes. We got five minutes. We got to save it for tomorrow. It's... But genuinely, I, I half expect during the summertime for you to have some sort of stat. That... I will, yes. I will give you a stat on air yards versus Marcus Arroyo <laughs> tweets or something like that. Spent more time tweeting than he did installing plays or something like that. But yeah, this is good. Who's Mike Lester? I like this guy. <laughs> gonna start. We're going to start getting according to Mike Lester on Twitter. <laughs> That's right. Mike Lester's going to be the number one source of info for this show. Oh. Although I will say there's one there's one wrong part of this. They they do not play all their away games against Mountain West opponents. No. 
No, no, no. They no, don't. But they do. Games. They do get to. They do get an extra um, away game, though, right? Well, and I just want to guess. Not that I'm uh, an expert in this. Are they always flying that long? Well, it's an I mean, average. It's an a- okay. Oh, you said it's an, an average. average. Okay, it's yeah. an average because I'm saying he's flights he's, average seven hours, which is accurate. Doesn't it take six to get from Vegas to to Hawaii? Yeah, yeah, and we're yes. probably so like yeah. L.A. is probably five. Roughly, so yeah. yeah you you got to go to Colorado. Yes, you go to Colorado every now and then. You go to New Mexico every Air now Force. and then. I think they played a uh, team in Texas this year. So try flying yeah. to Hawaii, being three and a half hours in, and the guy coming on the uh, air and saying, "Folks, we got to head to L.A." Oh my God! Wait, that happened to you? Happened to me. Flying to what happened? Something with the plane, and I'll tell you one thing: three and a half hours. Aren't you almost? You're halfway there. Yeah. Aren't when, you closer oh yeah. to Hawaii than yeah. LA? When that happens, <laughs> when that happens, you're gripping all the way back to because you don't really know. You don't really know. He just came on and said we we have to go to LA. They landed. We stayed in LA for, I want to say like five hours. Oh my god! And then got back on and flew to Hawaii. Yeah. That's Jesus. A ni- that's a nightmare. Oh, oh, it was the longest trip. I was like, you might as well flown to. Might, might as well flown to Europe. Might as well take it the boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So they come on and they say we oh. got to turn around and go back to LA. Got, well, we flew from Las Vegas though, which was yeah, the weird yeah. thing. We didn't fly from LA. We flew so from Las Vegas. They come on and say that, and your thought is, "Oh God, is this plane going down?" Yeah, I mean, I okay. think you're thinking, "What's really wrong with the plane?" He's not gonna. I mean, if it's really, really serious, I don't know if he tells you that. Because my thought is immediate anger that I'm now turning around and flying back to L.A. and going to have to find out how the hell I'm getting to Hawaii eventually. Like, I'm not even worried about my safety in the plane going down. <laughs> I'm more just pissed that my entire travel well, situation sir, has uh, been screwed. Well, sir, check-in was at 1030. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm worried about. But you're worried took... about the plane. And I think my girlfriend would be you. If they came over and said, we got to turn around and put this Wait, thing oh, yeah. down okay. somewhere, she'd be like, are we going to die? <laughs> we took the... Same plane though to Hawaii. Oh, so they Wait, just they, needed they, they just needed it? to they, fix they, something. They did something. What they like a chair not properly reclined? Someone someone had their got... tray not in the upright. And <laughs> we told you that we were going to have to turn around. I don't think we ever got to the full explanation. But we stayed in L.A. and you just have something to eat and you. Um, it was the whole family and you're just sitting there and then finally they said, "All right, let's board." Did you get a voucher? Of any sorts, I don't think uh, we did. Uh, ooh, no, I guarantee. Maybe you we may did. you may want to ask the wife. Yeah, because the the <laughs> that's why she probably sent me with the kids to get something because she knew something was coming. She to was just about like, yeah, right. you guys go away. And I think I've been pretty fortunate in airline travels. I don't have any terrible stories. And the worst I can think of right now is like the pilots weren't there for our flight because other flights got delayed and they didn't get in in time or something. And so we had to wait like an extra two hours to, to find fly. a pilot. Yeah, to find a pilot. And they gave us all $200 vouchers. Okay. Okay. And that was just a two hour. Like Southwest we is really good at that. Right. We didn't get on the plane, have to come back and right. wait. Like yeah. that was just a, a two hour delay. No, that was, it was brutal. I, I would be like, where's my $2,000 <laughs> if I had to do that? Delta once put me in a uh, hotel room with a stranger. I feel uh, bad for that. that stranger. They had to sit in a room with you for a night? What well, a nightmare. When I peed, I didn't close the door. 